was the Sunday Escape. See you next week. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is Macau's liaison office head dies after falling from his flat. A Taiwanese teenager wins this year's harbour race. And executive councillor Ronnie Tong says the Lantau Reclamation Project will provide a good quality of life. Beijing's top official in Macau has died after falling from his flat in the former Portuguese enclave last night. Zheng Xiaosong, who was the head of Macau's liaison office, was 59. Damon Pang reports. According to the website of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, Mr. Zheng had suffered from depression. Beijing has sent its representatives to the SAR to offer condolences to his family. Macau's chief executive, Fernando Choi, also expressed condolences on behalf of his government. He said in a statement that he was shocked to learn of his death. The Macau's liaison office website, meanwhile, showed that Mr. Zheng met a group of visitors from a think tank at his office on Friday morning. Mr. Zheng was appointed to the position last year, replacing Wang Zhimin, who was named Hong Kong's top Beijing representative. Mr. Zheng was from Shijiazhuang in Hebei province. He studied in the University of Oslo in Norway and Oxford University and joined the Communist Party in 1986. And before Hong Kong's handover in 1997, he spent time in the Xinhua News Agency, the official Beijing body preceding the liaison office. Mr. Zhang had also worked at the foreign ministry as well as the Fujian provincial government. A Taiwanese teenager has won this year's harbour race. 19-year-old Tai Zhengzi completed the one-kilometre open-water course across Victoria Harbour in a time of 10 minutes, 45.6 seconds. The race started from the public pier in Simsa and finished just outside Golden Mahinia Square in Wan Chai. Tai is a member of Taiwan's swimming team. He was competing in Hong Kong for the first time. Today, I felt fine. It was a bit wavy, but I was relaxed. The water quality is not much different from other places. The water is salty with lots of waves. A record 3,600 swimmers from 11 countries and regions took part in the event. 45-year-old Frederik Liljestrom of Sweden won the open category for his age group. He says the water quality was better than he expected. It was good. It was actually a bit rough in the first 500 meters. It was wavy. I think it was all the boats or something. But otherwise, it was nice. The water is really clean. It actually seems almost better than the south side. Last year was a little bit calmer, I think. Uh, and it was the first time you did this this uh, stretch last year. So this year it was a little bit easier. But the current, as you can see, everyone's coming in. It takes you, takes you a bit to the east. But otherwise, it was nice. 49-year-old Cheryl Slater was the top female swimmer in her age group. It was her first experience of the current course. She'd swam the old course from Le Yumon to Sai Wan Ha five times. She talked to RTHK's Adam Jung. This is the first time I've done this course, but I've done the other course a number of times. I like it a little bit longer, so that one, but it's fun doing it in the middle of the harbour. It's very iconic. It's fantastic. And as a swimmer, do you have to make any adjustments to this different course? Uh, well, it's more, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, not too much, but just swim as hard as you can for the whole time and manage with the waves. Yeah, it was a bit wavy. Elsewhere, Hong Kong cyclist Sarah Lee has won gold at the International Track Cycling World Cup in France. She came first in the women's sprint event, beating Australian Stephanie Morton in the final. It's Hong Kong's first gold medal in this season's World Cup. 
Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong says the massive reclamation project off Lantau is value for money and it will improve living standards. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Tong also said it would avoid the disruption caused by having to take back land in the new territories. The Lantau Tomorrow Vision project was unveiled in the Chief Executive Carrie Lam's policy address earlier this month. It involved reclaiming 1,700 hectares of land in waters east of Lantau. Here's Mr. Tong. The cost of reclaiming land per square foot is about Hong Kong dollars 1,000 to 1,200. This compares very favorably with the payouts we have to make in resuming land in the new territories, which can range from about Hong Kong dollars 1,200 to tens of thousands per square foot. Not to mention, we have to find alternative sites to relocate people and industries on brown sites. Without the constraint of existing planning limitations, we can build a better and more spacious community with better quality of life for Hong Kong people. We deserve that, don't we? You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. There's been a huge turnout at a march in London to demand a referendum in Britain's eventual deal on leaving the European Union. Organizers from the group People's Vote said 700,000 people had joined the protest. Police didn't give an estimate of numbers. The BBC's Simon Jones followed the marchers. They've come from all parts of the UK to march, united in their belief that there needs to be a new referendum, but with many different views on how they feel Brexit will affect them. As a young person, I feel if I ever want to work in the European Union, my career and my options are going to be severely closed, and it's, it's really upsetting. The referendum they're calling for would see a choice between any deal that's agreed with Brussels, or no deal if it comes to that, and staying in the EU. President Trump says the United States will withdraw from a landmark Cold War arms treaty, eliminating short- to intermediate-range nuclear missiles because Russia's been violating it for years. The 1987 accord has seen the destruction of hundreds of tactical weapons, but analysts say cash-strapped Russia sees them as a cheap alternative to conventional forces. President Trump was speaking at a campaign rally in Nevada. We're not going to let them violate a nuclear agreement and go out and do weapons, and we're not allowed to. We're the ones that have stayed in the agreement, and we've honored the agreement, but Russia has not, unfortunately, honored the agreement. So we're going to terminate the agreement. We're going to pull out. Sport, football, and Manchester City have thrown down a marker with a 5-0 win over Burnley, which ensures they stay on top of the league with 23 points. Sergio Aguero opened the scoring in the 17th minute before second-half goals reined in from Bernardo Silva, Fernandinho, Riyad Mahrez, and Leroy Sané. Here's City's manager Pep Guardiola. 24 shoots, uh, 10 on target, so after, of course, the second and third goal, like we scored quicker, after was uh, was easier, but uh, goals were so outstanding. Yeah. It was yeah. a beautiful, beautiful goals and the chances we create. So a good performance on our side after international break, a long time away, and uh, three more points. All eyes were on the big game between Chelsea and Manchester United, but the most dramatic action took place off the pitch. It happened after Chelsea equalized through Ross Barkley's, so the game finished two all. One of Chelsea's one of the Chelsea backroom staff celebrated in front of the Manchester United manager and words may have been exchanged, and Mourinho had to be held back by stewards. Mourinho says the officials subsequently apologized for his actions. 
He was very impolite, but started to care of the situation. He apologized immediately, and after the game, his assistant also apologized to me. So for me, the story is over, but don't do what everybody does that says that is Mourinho that does things. The result leaves Chelsea level, pegging with Spurs on 21 points, three points ahead of Arsenal in fifth place. In other results, Spurs beat West Ham 1-0 and Liverpool beat Huddersfield 1-0 to join Manchester City at the top of the table, while at the other end, Cardiff got their first win of the season, beating Fulham 4-2. No joy for Newcastle, who were beaten 1-0 at home by Brighton and slipped to the bottom of the table. Baseball, it'll be the Los Angeles Dodgers versus the Boston Red Sox in this year's World Series. The Dodgers outlasted the Milwaukee Brewers in the National League Championship Series. Robert Kemp has more. It was a do-or-die in Game 7 in Milwaukee. The home team took an early lead thanks to a home run by Christian Yelich in the bottom of the first inning. But the Dodgers came roaring back. Cody Bellinger slammed a two-run shot in the second. Then in the sixth, Yasil Pui delivered the big blow with a three-run blast. The visitors won 5-1 and took the series four games to three. The Dodgers will be playing in the World Series for the second straight year. They lost to the Houston Astros in seven games a year ago. This time they'll face the Boston Red Sox in the best of seven series that begins on Wednesday morning Hong Kong time. Boston last won it all in 2013, while LA will be looking for their first title in 30 years. Formula One and Lewis Hamilton has taken a big step towards the fifth, his fifth world title, sweeping to pole position for the United States Grand Prix. Title rival Sebastian Vettel was second fastest, but the German will start from fifth in his Ferrari after picking out a three-place grid penalty in practice. To end the news, our top stories once again. Macau's liaison office head dies after falling from his flat. A Taiwanese teenager wins this year's harbour race and executive councillor Ronnie Tong says the Lantau reclamation project will provide a good quality of life. The news from RTHK. This is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.